All is good, right? And we, we can't complain because we're in a whole lot better shape than, some, than a whole lot of people. You see? What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Uh, uh, these are the things, and how can I say that? And what gives me confidence in being able to say those things? What, what gives me the right? What makes me believe that I can say these things? And you know, that's from Romans 8 31. Well, blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose heart, you see. How, how, can, I, how can I say those things? What makes me believe these things? Are y'all with me this morning? I want, you know, uh, uh, who is Christ to you? Who is Christ to you? You see? My God meets all my needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.19. Do you believe that? And by what evidence do you have to believe that? Do you all understand what I'm trying to get you to understand? There's just too much talking and not enough walking. If you believe that, then you will walk in what you're talking. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and Psalm 62, 5 and 8. Brother, you go ahead and read that. I'm trying to get you to get, understand is these are affirmations. They're scriptures, but we should use them as affirmations to motivate us to make a stand when we have to make a stand. All right? It says, yes, my soul find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. God is my refuge. There's going to be a time when I need, have you ever been hurting in your heart and, and nobody really cares? Well, you have to pour your heart out to God. See, see some, every now and then you need a refuge. I'm talking in the spirit. Stay up here with me. Then, then you need your refuge is in God. You see, there are people out now, we, down in Florida and all those places. That's crazy what's going on down there. The, you, you can't stop water. That's right. You, when it makes up its mind, it wants to go someplace. It's going someplace. Do you understand? And so the only true refuge you have as you moving forward or getting on higher ground, the highest ground you can get on is in Christ. That's right. That's right. Do you understand? Now, for me now, y'all going to laugh, but for me, I'd have been, in, if I lived in Florida, I'd have been visiting my uh, kin people in Kansas City a week ago. That's right. That's right. You see? Because I ain't trying to deal with that. Do you understand what I'm saying? But God is our refuge, and, and we need to understand these things. And there's been some difficult things going on this week with some church members in here. And, 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 and they're fighting a good fight. Our sister Marvinna, our chaplain, is in the hospital at this very moment, but she's going to be okay. And they're checking on her. And all this. You know, I get this. That's what you do when you're a pastor. You get calls in the middle of the night. That's the thing they don't tell you on TV. All right? But, but, but she, you know, she has her support of God, her pastor, and she got these prayers. And, you know, God's her refuge. And he'll see her through this thing, this situation, whatever it has to be. All right? Now, let me tell you, she was ministering on her job chaplain on uh, Friday, all right, helping people in, with issues and, and, her, and was in the hospital Saturday night. That's life. All right, are you with me? Psalms 27. I love this Psalms 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom should I be afraid? When you have to go through something, you need encouragement. This is an affirmation. But if you, you know, I'm going to ask you pretty soon, what makes you believe this? I'm going to tell you what makes me believe it. 
But do you believe that? Do you really believe that the Lord is your light and your salvation? When you have to go through something that's going to be a little tough for you in your life, uh, will you not fear because God is your stronghold, or will you fall apart? Do you understand? Remember last Sunday I told you all, it's all okay to grieve. When we lose loved ones, we're going to grieve. When, when things happen in our family members and friends, we're going to grieve. But grieving doesn't mean fall apart. That's right. That's right. You see, in our relationships, there's going to be some difficult times. There's going to be some situations and circumstances, right, that's going to happen to us. But guess what, folks? We're not going to fall apart. Are you with me? That's right. Isaiah 41.10. And we're reassured by this when it says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do you believe that? And what gives you the evidence and what, by what scripture can you use to convince me, if I don't know God, that this is true? All right? Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. Yeah. Do you believe that when you're sick, when you're alone, when you're broke? When the storms are raging, can I be real? When all hell is done broke loose around you, well, do you believe that? Well, that's what anybody, I mean, it's good to praise and worship, and that's what we're here for, and everybody ought to be in praise and worship, and that should be one of your main things, and the reason you ought to be praising and worshiping because you believe this, and some of us have been through enough stuff in our life that we can't help but praising. That's right, that's right. Isn't that right? All right. And the word gives us a promise and says, I will strengthen you and help you. So God is telling you when at your weakest moment, said, I'll strengthen you and help you. See, the, the scriptures has never told us that it was going to be easy. It always warns us and empowers us, okay, educates us that we can be empowered by the Holy Spirit because that's who does the work for Christ now, right? It lets us know that we got to be fighters. Do you understand? We have to be fighters, but where's my strength going to come? The old folks used to say, when you can't stand, stand anyhow. Stand anyhow. This is what they're talking about. Because what they were telling us, <clears throat> that trouble's going to find you. Situations and circumstances are going to find you. You understand? I just talked about our chaplain. Can you imagine on Friday, I'm just 14 hours. I'm Friday, I'm just chaplain, doing the chaplain at St. Luke's, doing a great job ministering to people because she sings when she goes in, reading the Bible, laying hands, and praying on people. And on Saturday night, I'm in the hospital. You know what that's called? Life. That's right. That's right. But, my I will, I, but God says, I will strengthen you and help you. He says that. He said, I'm going to give you strength. He didn't say, I'm going to move it. But he said, I'll give you the strength to deal with it. You see? All right. He also says, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And he said, I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. I look for that. As a pastor, you, you've literally learned a whole lot about yourself when you have to deal with other people's issues. It would be so nice if I could get up. I'd love to have one of these. I'd love to be on TV and say, guess what, y'all? You're going to have a breakthrough. You see? And there's people in the church who's about to have a breakup. And they need to know that you need to stay fast. You need to stand. You need to stand up strong. God will give you the strength, no matter what your situation and circumstance is. He will strengthen you, and he will give you the power to make it through. 
Because sometimes, oh, yes, there's been, I'm telling you, there are some times that, that I was kind of a little bit nervous sitting in that chair taking that chemo. Now, I'm going to tell you, oh, where am I going to go from here? And, you know, Satan get to talking to you because I walked in feeling good. But there were other people that weren't looking so good. And, and, and he was talking about, hey, you could be that person. That's right. That's right. That's right. You see, but it's his, but it was the strength that took me through. No, no, no. We're going to fight this thing. Sometimes you got to fight, right? And God will give you the strength to fight. Sometimes, let me tell you something. Sometimes you got to fight for your marriage. Sometimes you got to fight for your relationship. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. I'm feeling good about this. Am I doing all right? All right. Am I going to, now here's, here's what I'm, the question is, who gives me the confidence? By, by what means, Brother DJ, do I have to be able to trust these scriptures? And I'm going to read this with myself. I want to do this with myself. This is why, this is why I, you believe in Jesus? Amen. All right. This is why I believe everything we just read. Uh, John 10 and 14. I am the good shepherd. And I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. That's Jesus talking. This is why I trust that. Everything I just read, Jesus is saying he is re- responsible for this. He is going to do this for me because he knows who I am. Did y'all hear me? I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. See, some people have got the wrong shepherd. Hallelujah. Some people are going to the wrong place for strength. But us that know Jesus know that he knows us. And then when we cry out and need strength or empowerment, he knows who we are. And he comes and sees about me. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And that's how the way it works. That's how the way it works. You need to know. Let me tell you something. There's two things God can't do is fail and lie. Huh? Two things God can do is fail and lie. And he has promised me these things that we just read. He, you know, who can stand against me? You can't stand against me. You got God standing in front of me. Right. You know, it's football season, right? You see that, that running back is behind who? He's behind the lineman. Tackles, offensive tackles, and offensive guards, for you all don't know the game. You see, I've done that a minute. Love that. As long as somebody is in front of me, I'm running. That's right. I'm running it. Hey, give me the ball. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to run this life that God has put before me because Jesus Christ is in front of me. He's blocking everything, every adverse spirit, every demonic spirit, all adverse strategy for me, and I'm walking through because I'm walking with his strength. You see? And when I feel that I can't go, he tells me, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You see that generator kicks in. Yeah, he's my spiritual generator. Do you understand? When, when the electricity goes off in my life, plug it into the spiritual generator. Y'all know what a generator does. And everything comes right back on, and I'm empowered to do what I need to do. Are you with me? Oh, I feel good about this. I don't even know where I'm at. Psalm 23. Oh, Psalms 23, all right? David says, God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. God is my shepherd. I don't need a thing. Now, he didn't say I wouldn't want some things. He just said I don't need a thing. Do you know what I figured out? That I'd have had a whole lot of money because my shepherd gave me everything I needed, but I spent too much money on things I wanted. Well, well. Huh? And when I took the things that he, the money he blessed me with, somebody knows what I'm talking about here. When I took the money he blessed me with, instead of taking care of my needs, I started spending too much money on my wants, and then I was up here, Lord, bless me. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Teach us. 
All right. He says, you have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. And he says, when the storm is raging, he beds me down in what? Lush meadows. Lush meadows. I'm chilling because I know I'm going to be all right. Ain't nothing to get nervous about. It's all right. You see? Uh, you understand what I'm talking about? Yes, we love Jesus, don't we? Yes, sir. Everybody was upsided. The boat was rocking and carrying on and all this. And he, they ran down there, Jesus, don't you care if we perish? Well, if he wasn't nervous, they ought not have been nervous. That's right. He probably was upset they woke him up. That's right. That's right. You see, you know what I'd have said? Y'all should have known you're going to be all right. Why, Jesus? Because I'm here. That's right. Huh? That's right. Right. We ought to do the same thing in our lives. There ought to be a thing in our lives sometimes that when we look at our lives, we ought to know it's going to be okay. Why is it going to be okay? Because Jesus is here. All right? True to your word, let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Sometimes I have to take a pause a minute, take a breath, and let God send you in the right direction. You ever got in a hurry and got the wrong way and then had to turn back and start all over again? If you'd have paused a minute, God would send you in the right direction. Somebody in here needs to take a breath. Take a breath. Let God direct you. All right? Verse 4 says, even when the way goes through Death Valley. And we're going to have to go through Death Valley. That's just a part of life. You don't get out of this alive. And you're going, other folks are going to have problems. That's why it's here. All right? He says, I'm not afraid when you walk at my side. He's walking at my side. Your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. I'm secure. Are you secure this morning? You ought to be. First of all, you ought to be because the good shepherd. That's right. He's walking with you. He knows who you are. He calls you by your name. All right? You can come. To, I don't know some of your names in here. I know your face. I don't know your names. He knows your name. That's right. All right? You served me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. That's right. All those people who thought that you didn't make it, who didn't want you to make it, you just sitting there chilling, eating, feeling good. You know what I'm talking about because I'm a child of God, and your negativity cannot stop me from God's blessings and sitting at a table that he's prepared for me. Let me tell you all something you don't know. Can't no demon in hell stop God's children from where God wants them to dine at. Right. All right. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. All right. It's like brims. You know what I do sometimes? I ask God. Now, it may sound a little selfish to you all, but this is my prayer. I ask God to fill my cup that it overflows, that I might be able to fill others. That's right. That's right. Because when I got too much in that, I can never have too much. Ask me why. Because I know somebody that needs something. And if I got a whole lot then, and my cup's overflowing, that means I can help fill somebody else's cup That's up. That's right. That's right. Ain't God good. Amen. All right. He says, your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. Your beauty and your love. God wants me, remember? He wants you. He wants you this morning, and he's chasing after you. Ask me how, you, I know. You hear it in this message. That's right. He's trying to tell you something. He's chasing after you, wherever you go. And many of us know that he was, and I was sprinting. Was anybody sprinting? Yeah, you know, they talk about, uh, I can't think of his name now, that world-class runner. Now, I was running fast from the Lord, but the Lord kept chasing me. And I thank God that he's faster than me. That's right. That he's, he's fleeting than me. Yes, because he loves me. That's 
And even when we do wrong, he's still chasing after us. Amen? That's right. All right. He finishes and says, I'm back in the house of God for the rest of my life. And he says, I'm back in the house of God for the rest of my life. He don't mean like a physical house. He means in space. I'm in the house. Wherever I go, I'm in the house of God. That's right. Isn't this good? Man, I'm having a good day today. I just feel good today, and this is a short message. I wish it had been longer. I got some more here. My good, one of my, my nieces here, Sister Tracy, that is a wonderful blessing to see you, sweetie. Go ahead. I'm going to read now from The Voice, verses 4 through 6. And it says, even in the unending shadows of death's darkness. Now listen to me. No matter what condition your condition is in, no matter how dark it gets in your life, he's there. He's there. There was a movie once that I watched. I can't think of the name of it, but uh, Willie Nelson was in this movie, but it wasn't a Western. And these people were in a consecration camp, and people were dying. And, and uh, you know, well, not dying, but it was cold, and it was horrible. And they asked, and he, was, he played a Christian in it, and he, they, he asked, one of the other men asked him, why do you believe in God? He's not here. And he said to him, yes, he is. He has disciplined me to be able to survive with no food, no water, and in the cold. Yes. And, of course, in the movie later on, he survived. Sometimes, y'all need to hear this, in your darkest hour, God's presence is there. Yes. Can I tell you the truth? You're going to have some dark days. You're going to have some dark days. Oh, yeah, you're going to have some dark days. That's just life. You see, it's just the the darkest time sometimes in your life may not be that something's going on with you. It could be your wife, your husband, your son, your daughter, your mother, your father, a good friend. But guess what? He's there with you. Do you understand? There are people in this, in, probably in Missouri, that's concerned about a family member in Florida or someplace down there right. that they can't get to them. That's right. But guess who can get to them? God can get to them. That's right. You see, I have a good friend down in Florida, ran for me years ago. Selena, some of you all know Selena. She just had a baby like three days ago. And I called her and talked to her husband. And Selena's made the decision to stay there because she didn't want to take this new baby into one of those big places. And she said, I'm going to ride it out. I'm going to stay in prayer. And guess what? She's going to be okay because I've been praying. God, the shepherd of Selena, needs you. Hear her cry and hear her voice. She's your child. She's your responsibility. Take care of her. Strengthen her. Empower her. You understand what I'm saying? All right. Here we go. Again, David says, even in the unending shadows of death's darkness, I am not overcome by fear. You cannot overcome by fear. You see, you cannot overcome by fear. You see, at anything, fear paralyzes you. 
And it'll put you to, see, fear will paralyze you to the point that you can't move, and all you needed to do was take one step, and you would have had victory. That's right. Do y'all understand me? Fear is a weapon of the devil. I'm going to say it again. Fear is a weapon of Satan. That's right. And he uses it to intimidate us and to harass us. Our faith. But he's a lying demon this morning, isn't he? Yeah. Satan, we are not going to be overcome by fear. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, 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 let's I'll ease up a little bit because some of y'all are like, oh, your eyes are big and you make me nervous. All right? Do y'all know, and some people like football in here, right? Well, they have a ranking. And some people get together and they rank you like one nation, two in the nation, and they go in the top ten. And then they have all these commentators talking about why you're not good enough to beat this team. And some people read the paper and they will fall into that trap. It's kind of like, I think it's Ohio State is ranked number two. And nobody's supposed to, some people say, yeah, they, might, they may should be number one. And they're playing a little team called Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, here we go now. They're playing Oklahoma. Well, see, Oklahomans, as soon as we have no fear about your ranking, Satan, That's right. because we know who we are in Christ. Do you understand? So we'll let, the, huh, we'll let the people talk about our rankings. We'll let the people discuss whether we are winners or losers. But we know that we're winners. Christ temple or not. Isn't that right? Amen? Amen. We are not going to be intimidated. See, fear, fear make you lonely. And then you start grabbing, get desperate and grab onto something to make you more lonely. Be lonely and abused. Huh? You understand what I'm talking about? We don't do that. In any part of your life, we don't do fear. I'm, I've, I've, sickness doesn't intimidate us. You're a child of God. You see, I'm here because I'm supposed to be. That's right. All right? Go ahead. And the, and the Word promises us, because you are with me in those dark moments. See, God is with me in what moments? Dark moments. All right. Near with your protection and guidance. I am comforted. I'm com God is going to be with me. It's a dark, there are going to be some dark moments, but God is with me, so I'm comfortable with it. I'm comfortable with this situation, circumstance. How can I be? Because God is with me. That's right. And as long as God is with me, I'm comfortable with that because God promised me. He told me something. He says, I'm the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, and I know his voice, and his voice has told me, you're going to be okay. You may go through something, but you're going to be okay. I will strengthen you and empower you to deal with what's in front of you. Amen. All right? He says, you spread out a table before me, provisions in the midst of attack from my enemies. And see, if you just stay cool, see, see sometimes people get on your jobs. That's when we that mess starts. You just stay cool. Next thing you know, they, you the boss. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Talk on, talkers, talk on. But you better mind who you're talking about. Come on here That's with right. me. That's right. See, y'all don't get that. You're supposed to be like me. They say a church takes on the personality of their pastor. Y'all ought to be frisky a little bit. You ought to be moving around a little bit. You ought to, I'm not cocky, but it's called bold in the Holy Ghost. All right? That's right. You ought to have some of that. Come on, get, get with me here. All right? 
You ought to dance in the end zone a little bit. Talk a little trash. I'm talking about Holy Ghost trash. Get me out of this. I'm going too far. <laughs> the Bible says you care for all my needs. What? How many? All. How many? All. How many? All. Believe it. Believe it. There ain't nothing too small or nothing too big that God don't care about you. All right? Anointing my head with soothing, fragrant oil, filling my cup again and again. Do, how many times? Again, again and, and again, again and again. My cup gets empty sometimes, but guess what? He fills it back up. That's right. That's yeah, right. Sometimes I go through situations and, and the circumstance, guess what? He fills my cup back up. All right. Certainly, your faithful protection and loving provision will pursue me where I go, always, everywhere. Wherever I go, he's with me. I know he's with me. He's with me at the hospital. He's with me at the doctor's office. He's with me at the graveyard. He's with me where? Always and everywhere. And everywhere. He says, I will always be with the eternal in your house. He says, I'm always going to abide with the eternal. In his house for what? Ever. Forever. God is good. God is good. God is, give me my hand clap. God is good. Come up, honey. I want my little evangelist to come up and open the doors.